the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son Nathaniel Lundy. And I'm going to start off uh, with a little positive news. And we've got a negative one to spend as well. We, of course, are the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings. And on the upside, Tom Pelissero of uh, NFL.com fame reported that there were just 56 positive tests since training camps opened across the NFL out of the roughly 2,600 people on active rosters. That's uh, right around 2% of a positivity rate. And over the course of all the testing, which they've done over the last several weeks leading up to training camp, it's under 1%. Lundy, it's looking good that the NFL is going to return on time. And I got a, a really strong feeling we're going to have a full season this year as long as people to go out and pull a Magic City and Lou Williams and chase those lemon pepper wings. Well, exactly. I mean, that's what it's all going to come down to, right? You can build yourself a bubble as much as you want, but one person that walks up there and pops it ruins it for everybody else. So let's hope everybody just kind of, you know, look, you can get some wings delivered. Um, you can consider some other sources for your midnight munchies. That's all we're here to remind you of, okay? You can live in this bubble. You can get by, I promise. And then maybe by 2021, wings for everybody. <laughs> Free wings if we get 16 games in the regular season of the NFL. Now, on the downside, uh, I cursed another man yesterday, uh, his name being Mad Max Scherzer. Did you see? Uh, yes, after I did. picked him and and the Nats <laughs> on the run line, it took him, of course, at the over seven and a half strikeouts. Uh, he pitched an inning, and then his hamstring exploded. So, uh, blame me. I, I will take it all. Point the finger. I am the one responsible for applying the kiss of death on the lips of Mr. Scherzer. Well, you know, I think it's important, Brad, as you and I know from our years of doing fantasy football, of you predicting the March Madness bracket, we know that fans always need to be able to point the finger at someone, and I am proud of you to stand up and take that finger right to the sternum from all of those fans that followed us yesterday. Hashtag fade the noise. If you want to do exactly that or follow some of our selections, you can do so right now. MLB, PGA, got a major coming up this weekend. The NBA inside the Orlando Bubbles, soccer, UFC, NHL action, NFL futures, all of that good stuff available right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter that code FTN. T-N when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus on a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get to today's Fade 5. Number five. All right, let's start off in Orlando. And these games have been hot. They've been heavy. They've been exciting. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets off the enormous high, stratospheric high, of being the greatest underdog to ever win a game straight up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and that was, of course, in NBA history. They were humbled last night. 
So you just never know what you're going to get on a day-in, day-out basis in the NBA right now. And let's go to the marquee matchup under the primetime lights, and that is Houston taking on the L.A. Lakers. Uh, The Lake Show laying a point. It is minus 109 currently on DraftKings Sportsbook on the juice. Uh, At tape time, we don't have a total. I'm going to guess it's roughly (laughs) 5,225 and a half, knowing the – Tendencies of the Houston Rockets and their allergy to playing defense. Now, the Lakers and Rockets split pre-restart. Now, AD played only in one of those games. However, it was in the loss, but went off for 32 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, The Rockets are a premium matchup for scorers and rebounders, according to the FTN Daily DVP tool. And I think that's where the Lakers are going to have the advantages inside with Davis. The Lakers have allowed just 1.001 points per possession during the restart. Staunch on D. Houston giving up, meanwhile, 1.106 points per possession. Now, the Lakers are in a real funk offensively, netting just 0.91 points per possession inside the bubble. But again, against this weak Rockets D, they're going to rediscover their stroke tonight. So give me L.A., give me LeBron, give me A.D. and company laying just one point. Fade or follow, Lundy? I'll follow you on this one. I like the approach, trying to get the ball down low. Let's take advantage of Anthony Davis being out there. This feels to me like a 112-107 kind of game right in that range, which means seeing that spread only at the point, uh, courtesy of DK, to me that's that feels like a good value there. I feel like this is a game that that is probably going to be a little back and forth uh, at times, we know that Houston can play streaky, all of a sudden get hot, make five, six, seven baskets in a row. But I think L.A. has the long-term ability over the course of the 48 minutes to make them pay and ultimately picks up a win by, like I said, maybe five, maybe even half a dozen. So I think that one point, easy, let's follow. Lock in the Lakers. Number four. All right, let's go to the NFL and work in a player prop here. And here's the line. George Kittle, 1,050.5 yards, minus 110 on the over the under. And I am going over on this one. George Kittle got over this number just 14 games last season on 107 targets, catching 85 balls with 1,053 yards and just five touchdowns. I think that TD total is going to spike this season as well. He saw 28.2% of the overall target share within this conservative San Francisco 49ers offense. He was one of the best after the catch in the league last season. Among wide receivers and tight ends, he was number five in yak per reception, catching 80.2% of those spirals tossed by Jimmy G in his general direction. Garoppolo, very accurate quarterback. He was QB5 and adjusted completion percentage last year. And without Debo Samuel for an undetermined chunk of the regular season, it could be a month, it could be two months, recovering from a Jones fracture. That counted, you know, last year for 77 targets. I think it's going to be a career-setting year for Kittles and Bits all over the over on this. And if you can find a TD line as well, a prop on DraftKings Sportsbook, Pound the over on that as well. Fade or fall, good sir. I'll follow you because of the Debo Samuel news, frankly, because I think what could wind up happening is you could see this early spike and then see Kittle, you know, dip a little bit and then plateau for the rest of the season. I could see him picking up a huge chunk of those yards 
early on in the season as Garoppolo needs a target. I think San Francisco recognizes that they are going to be in a tight divisional battle with Seattle. You and I already earlier on one of the Fade the Noise podcasts said that we liked the opportunity and the value of picking Seattle to actually win that division, which means I think San Francisco is in a fight, Brad. I think they're going to need who I think is arguably the best tight end, easily one of the top two in the entire NFL. They need him at a high level, and I think they're going to look to him early and see if in this sort of strange season that we know we're all dealing with, if they can pick up wins early on in the year, and therefore they're going to lean on Kittle. And like I said, I could see a big chunk of those yards happening within the first four or five weeks of the season. Let's follow. Bank on Kittle to cash. Number three. All right, let's go to our Monkey Knife Fight pick of the day. And you got to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Look, there's no salary caps. You don't have to go against sharks at all, meaning anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun of daily contests at your disposal across all the sports, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and even eSports. Again, MKF has got everything under the sun. And you know what else? If you sign up with promo code FTN, again right now, FTN is that promo code. Just for being a new user, you get a $5 free game. It's a no-brainer. Check it out at monkeyknifefight.com. Uh, I am in getting ravaged in these selections. I think I am 2-5 and five lifetime, but I am feeling super saucy in a very good way about Michael Porter Jr., the sensation of the Denver Nuggets, unleashed here the last couple of games. And I like the over on 33.5 fantasy points against San Antonio and OKC. He went for 30-15 and a block and followed up with 37-12, an assist, a block, and a steal. In other words, he's almost gone over this number in points alone, Lundy. Got a primo matchup according to the FTN daily DVP tool for a stretch big and skilled centered score and rebounder, which Michael Porter checks all those boxes right now. And this is the second best match among, among all NBA teams for multi-dimensional power forwards. The Blazers are number 26 in D efficiency, surrendering 1.130 points per possession inside the bubble. Are you going to dig in on a porterhouse steak with me on this one? Fade or follow? Yeah, looking at the fantasy points, he should be able to do it. I loved this quote from him after the game yesterday against the Spurs. He's talking about Nikola Jokic. He said, playing with a superstar who would rather pass the ball than shoot the ball obviously is going to work out for both of us. (laughs) I thought that was a pretty good assessment of what happens when he's on the floor with Nikola Jokic, who is very much a passing big man. So I think the opportunities are still going to be there for Michael Porter Jr. The Nuggets drafted him because he could score. It wasn't for his defense, trust me. Uh, so they want him to continue to attack the rim. And this is going to be the first game in the bubble for the Nuggets that is a back-to-back. Obviously, they played San Antonio yesterday, put a buck 32 on the board. So this is going to be the first time Denver's done the back-to-back, but I think Michael Porter Jr. will be fine. I think he's energized, and I think this team is energized by watching him play. So, yes, hitting that fantasy point number, that should be an easy one for him. Rocky Mountain High with Michael Porter Jr. Number two. All right, let's go to the Diamond. 
Diamond, and I'm going to go to the south side and talk about the Chicago White Sox, who put a number of crooked numbers on the board so far this season, and not so much though the last couple of games against the Milwaukee Brewers, but that changes today. I am taking the over on four and a half runs against the Brew Crew at minus 110 at DK Sportsbook. Josh Lindblom is on the mound for Milwaukee, a pitcher the last time he took the mound against Pittsburgh on 728. He got shelled three and two-thirds innings, two earned runs, three hits, three walks, did have the five strikeouts. His projected ERA, according to most services, in the mid-fours this season. Now, he was a 20-game winner in the KBO last year with the Bears. Uh, but, you know, Major League Baseball, completely different animal. And the White Sox have the third highest OPS. They've slugged 16 home runs this season. They're averaging 4.9 runs per game with Encarnacion, with Abreu, with Eloy Jimenez, Moncada, and Lewis Robert, the rookie sensation. Too much lumber in the lineup. And I think the White Sox get at least five runs today, again, after being really on the schneid the last couple outings against Milwaukee. Fade or follow. This is going to be a tight one, Brad. I think that it, they may hit the over. I think I'm going to follow you on it, but I'll tell you what, it could be late in the game by the time they finally do. This number has me a little bit worried in this game, but I want to know why they're not the KBO duh, bears for you. I mean, I thought anytime <laughs> I was convinced anytime though that word came out of your mouth, it had to immediately drop into that Chicago, somebody get me a sausage kind of accent. I don't understand where it went. Uh, Dicka. There it is. <laughs> I'll follow you, but I, I I don't share the same confidence with the Southsiders today that you do, but I'll follow just for the sake of, of rooting on the White Sox to continue this firepower that we that we both think that they have and can continue to have throughout the 60 games. Pile on the Giardiniera. Number one. All right, let's stay uh, in the Windy City, and let's go to the north side now, a team that is actually playing a little bit further west in Kansas City. Uh, there is no line available right now for this uh, at tape time, but whatever it is on Tyler Chatwood strikeouts, take the over, for the love of God. It's been one of the <laughs> softest lines out there in all of Major League Baseball through a couple of games. I know it's a small sample size, but Chatwood has been dealing against the Pittsburgh Pirates and Milwaukee Brewers over 12 and two-thirds innings pitch, 19 punch-outs, only four walks, one earned run, He's forced a 17.2 swinging strike rate. And what he's really done is he's revamped his repertoire. And Chatwood is throwing his cutter more often this season. In fact, 27.2% of the time. That's up from his 9.3% career average. That pitch, coupled with his fastball and his curve and everything else in the arsenal, has enticed a ton of whiffs and forced knees to buckle so far this season, Kansas City has a collective averaging 12.4 strikeouts per game, the ninth most total Ks in Major League Baseball, and this team, number 24 in total OPS. Again, I don't give a crap what the number is. I'm taking the over on Tyler Chatwood strikeouts. Lundy, fade or follow. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, what do you expect me to do when you make that kind of an argument that you're doing this and you don't even have a number in front of you right now and you're doing it? I mean, this you are insane right now with where you're going with these two Chicago teams today. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll humor you just because of the fact that you're doing this blind. This is like when you're playing poker with your buddies and it's late in the night and you go all in blind because you really don't have any chips left and you might as well see what happens. That's exactly what you're doing right now when you're talking about Tyler Chip. 
one. So tell you what, I'll follow you. It's late night. We've had a couple of tequila Thursdays already. Let's do it. I'll follow you on this one. We'll make it a perfect five for five. By the way, depending upon when you're listening to today's podcast, if you get the opportunity to take advantage of the afternoon game between the Rangers and the A's, that's another one where you could probably convince me to take the over on the run total, regardless of what it is. Mike Miner and Mike Fires. when you look at these two guys, both of them with an ERA over five. Um, they've got 20 innings roughly between the two of them under their belt. Uh, they're just they're not getting it done. They've got like 12 strikeouts. Nothing's happening. These guys are going to be serving up softballs. I'll take the over in that one, too, by the way. And I will follow you on that one, by the <laughs> way, as well. And that is a wrap on today's Faith the Noise podcast. Please drop a rating or review. Follow us on Twitter as well, at Noise Huevos. Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. Check out FTNFantasy.com. Use promo code Evans, E-B-A-N-S for 5% off your subscription. And until tomorrow, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.